You can't expect nobody to believe in your dream. It wasn't theirs in the first place. This is self-proclaimed three. Yeah, I told them I would make this happen I told them I didn't need a genie Fuck wishing I'ma work This ain't no Aladdin I told them everything was all imagined And that my mind was just a weapon That I meddled in to make magnets Told them I would win I would never stop Told them I would make it Told them I would fucking climb up to the top Welcome back guys to Unfiltered and Real It's me And then that guy over there Why are Jayla? you so disrespectful? That's what I really want to know Why are you so disrespectful? Anyways, so we gotta get back. Sir. Anyways, so last night, well, last night today, one of them, I think it was today, one of these, Megan Thee Stallion dropped a new song called "Girls in the Hood," and we all know that comes from Easy E, and also you know everything with Boys in the Hood, the history and all that. So she dropped her song called "Girls in the Hood," and I want you guys to listen to it, and then we're gonna talk about it. Okay, so um, I'm sorry it bleeped out a lot, but that's because of all the cursing. That's not nothing to do with me. It's all the cursing. But Chris, you know, our other musical person on this podcast, how do you feel about this and this song? And then I'm going to talk about the comments and everything, in my opinion. One second. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. Hello? Hello? There you go. Yeah, coming back from technical. Di- the shit. I'm, I mess with it. It don't sound trash. I don't mess with it. Okay, well, let's get into these comments. Somebody was saying, I was expecting more, but it's okay. Somebody else said, didn't she already make a song like this? Somebody said, this is definitely not fire, LOL. Somebody else said, great bars, great beats, boring flow, but love her regardless. Somebody said, I really don't see all the hype with her. She not even that good. Um, these are, is there anything good going to come up? Um, somebody said, her music is sounding the same. Um, it, it could go on forever. The family drama was better. like Because I guess there was something that was going on with Easy's daughter and somebody else trying to be I don't know. That don't got nothing to do with this. But my opinion on this is um um I I love Megan. It's nothing against her, but I don't think it was all that good. Personally. Really? I just I don't think I feel like Boys in the Hood and Easy and it's just such a such an iconic song and I feel like when anybody takes an iconic song an iconic beat and try to do something it it's kind of like with TV shows and reboots if you do it over and you do it wrong then it kind of messes up the whole authenticity of the first original one and that's how I feel about this now it's like I love Boys in the Hood and I love the original song so for her to come in and do a Girls in the Hood 
using the beat and all that, I just don't. I feel like it could have been better. I feel like when uh, these new people come in and they try to take the legends' um songs and they try to you know remix them and revamp them, make them their own as a tribute to them, I feel like you need to be able to be up to par with Easy E and Boys in the Hood and that whole song. I think one person who could have bodied this song is Little Kim, personally. I feel like if the beat went to anybody, I think it should have went to her. She was with that era, kind of like, and she knows that hip-hop. I don't feel like Megan knows that type of hip-hop, but what were you about to say? I feel like she did good, and have you heard, um, remember Tupac on Things Will Never uh, Mm -hmm. Be The Same? That song right there, he redid the beat, like, it was the same beat, but, you know, add a little bit more life into it for, like, modern times, and then had, like, an actual choir singing it, and Buddy right there, like, bodied it, like, that was fire right there, and then when TK did the same thing with Easy E, you know, Cruising down the street, like cruising down the street. I feel like I'm all the new people foot. who've done it, they've done they they did a good job. And Megan, Girls in the Hood, she did a, fl- a spin off of it from Boys in the Hood, the Girls in the Hood. So I gotta give kudos to that. So I feel like no, she did a good I, job. I'm giving her kudos. Um I'm I just think it could have been better. I feel like when you touch an iconic beat, you have to be iconic with it. Personally. I think Megan's very different and I think her herself, she's already gonna go down in history. Like Megan's big, and everybody loves her, and she's something different. She's not a Nikki. She's not a Cardi. She's not a Little Kim. She's not a um, J Lo. Like she's not your. She's not even a city girl. It's like she's all of them in one. If you know, if you can get what I'm saying, that's kind of the person Megan yeah. is. And it's like when she can dibble in each and every aspect. I think that's cool. But it's like people that saying like her flow's boring. I would never say that because it's just like people said the same thing about um the baby. And then when he started switching up on people and started making different flows and different beats and all that, then everybody you know kind of had to hold their tongue because just because somebody doesn't always show what they can do doesn't mean that they can't do it. So I'm not saying that she's any less talented. I just think personally she could have bodied this song so much different and so much better personally. That's how I feel. But let's move right along. Florida reportedly bans alcohol consumption at bars in response to spike in COVID-19 infections. Opinions, opinions, opinions. Go first, take away, Mr. Benjamin. Huh? Go first, take away, Mr. Benjamin. I thought you said something else. I... I just, I don't see Corona ending no time soon. Like, I see it ending no time soon. And I don't want to say, you know, everybody just say F it and go live their life. But at the same time, it's like people are just going to have to learn how to morph around it, be more safe, be more careful, and do the same thing. Nobody wants to sit in their house for a whole six months, seven months. That's just boring. Like, we're not at the same but, times as we were when people did it. Excuse me. When people did it when the Spanish flu was out and all these other things. that We're not at those same times. We're at a different time. So, to say in the 21st century, to have people stay home for six months, seven months at a time, waiting for a disease to pass over, and it may not even pass over all the way, I'm personally not. Like, I'm going to tell everybody, just live their life. Be safe. Be cautious. Make sure you're 
cleaning yourself, washing your hands, not putting your hands in your face or on your body. Keep hand sanitizer on you because they're back on the shelves. Stuff like that. Be safe. But at this point, everybody got to go live their lives. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Today in the U.S., like, we just got 40,000 new cases in mm-hmm. one day. I feel like it's just it's kind of too much. And we opened up too fast, so that's why the cases keep, like, spreading. Oh, I don't so, blame none of this on the states uh, open enough. I'm telling y'all, y'all could have used that excuse at first. Like, y'all could have really used that excuse at first. But since all this police brutality and Ahmaud Arbery and George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all these people, that's why these stuff is spiking. Because you got people out here protesting. You got people out here um, all around each other, all up on each other, hugging up on each other, loving up on each other. And at the end of the day, I am proud of everybody that's out there doing that. But at the same time, that's why these cases are spiking. If we're going to be completely honest, at first, we could have blamed it on the reopening being too early. We could have 100% did that. But now we will never know if that's truly the case because people are out here protesting. That's why they're not closing like the state. Yeah, we do. What we do? We do what? Because at first, when the state opened, after a week or two, there was cases. We were hearing about more cases. And the numbers from the protests are just now coming mm-hmm. in and hitting. That's why it's like 40,000. So it's due to both. But you can't. Each but one. you can't really. I say the reason why I say is you can't blame it on that is because at the end of the day, Chris, people were going to go outside their house and fight for this cause either way. Either way, whether the state was, if the states were still closed or not, people would have still got out of their house and went and showed what they were about. You see it with the rioting and the looting. They were going to do this no matter what. listen, that's, that's a whole different topic. No, it's not. Both, yes, it is. Because listen, from the protest, case like we had spikes from them reopening up the state we had spikes remember they just made it i'm saying i agree with that but people have been protesting over a month now we've been getting numbers these forty thousand. that's not from overall that's from this week that's from this week alone we've been getting the numbers in since protesting been started and that was three weeks after our state florida reopened so uh, other states opened before us, other states opened after us. So I'm not saying that the numbers didn't go up. What I'm saying is we can no longer simply solely blame it on that because at the end of the day, if we were locked up or not, if we were in the house or not, Chris, people would have still went out to protest, to loot, to stand up for themselves, to do all this. Because no matter what, everything with George Floyd that happened during the day, Ahmaud Aubrey during the day, Breonna Taylor during the day, no time when lockdown was going on. Even on lockdown, we were never on strict lockdown. We could go out to get essentials. These people were doing the essential things, taking a run, shopping, in their own home, and all this stuff well, happened. Dude. So that's what I'm saying. No matter what, people would have still went out to protest. People would have still went out to loot. People would have still got corona because at this point, nobody cares about corona. Everybody's caring about changing the world. I'm saying they got to do it both. And do you think that if we're on like a lockdown, lockdown, so nationwide, uh, George Floyd would have happened? George, first off, that Minneapolis was still on a lockdown when George Floyd happened. That was a big thing in the news. Next thing you want to say? I was just asking a question. 
you can sit here and tell me that you think that none of this stuff would have happened. Because rem- let's remember, Ahmad Aubrey happened. Uh, that was a question. But I'm, no, I'm statement. asking you a question. Because uh, Ahmad Aubrey happened. That happened all before. the way before Corona happened. So and people had mm-hmm. already started it then. George Floyd had just pushed them over. So, like, do you really think that none of this would have happened if we were still on lockdown? If we were still on lockdown, it would have still happened, but I was just a question. That's what I'm saying. No matter what, if we were on lockdown or not, this all would have happened. The numbers were going up, and I said that from the moment. I was like, well, everybody just said, well, F Corona. Corona ain't here no more. And it's at the same time, it's sad that people are thinking like that. But also, it's like, what can we do? Like, are you, do you honestly want to sit in the house for the rest of your summer, for the rest of your senior year? I feel like we kind of being selfish with that mindset of not wanting to stay home. But this is a worldwide and a nation issue. And the reason why, like, other countries, you're not really hearing so much about their cases anymore because they did full-on lockdowns where they was not playing no games. The U.S., at first, not every state closed. Then all states closed. Then some opened before others, and people were doing, like, it's, we're pretty much causing it on ourselves for the way we're operating this thing. And even from the start, when it first hit the U.S., we wasn't even moving right. So this is going to be here for, like, a little minute because we're not doing what needs to be done to pretty much desolate this all the virus cases yeah i think that for sure but i also think that there's ways that we can do it if people stock up on them some hand sanitizer take it with them every time you wash your hands no matter what you're touching you're killing those germs no matter what you're doing you're killing it wear your face mask let nothing get but it could be face. more it could be it could be more than just you washing your hands because remember we going out to that's we, that's we what I'm I'm finishing. McDonald's You're not letting me finish. The You're people... not letting me finish what I'm saying. I was in the middle of explaining all this, Chris. You're not letting me finish. When you get home, take your clothes. Not we don't follow any of this stuff. Take your clothes up. The people told you, told everybody how to be safe. If you picking up something at the store and you put it right back down and you put it in your court, your cart automatically put hand sanitizer on. Wear the mask. Don't have the mask hanging off your nose. Have it on. As soon as you get in the house, take your clothes off, throw them in the washer, get in the shower. If you follow these stuff, they said it's a 92% that you will not catch corona if you follow these rules. But nobody follows those rules. Nobody. We going out. We going out to fast food mm-hmm. spots. The people make, we can't really see the people who make it and put it, they got gloves on, but the people who have them in our cards, no gloves on whatsoever touching our carts, touching everything inside the restaurant. Like I feel like it's pretty much bound, like, name it, like, it's bound to happen for, like, a high percentage of people to catch corona, even, like, despite what they're doing, it's what other people are doing. When you're going to these stores, when you're going to these restaurants, but, when you're going all over the, the place. But that's the you can, you can't, we cannot worry about what everybody else doing. We got, like us, when we use our cars, we put hand sanitizer on it. We wipe them down. As long as you are doing what you need to do to keep you safe, then that's all that you can do. As long as you don't catch it, that's all. Because unfortunately, the world we live in, the United States of America, everybody's hard-headed. Everybody's going to be selfish. Every, we're we're being selfish. We're not staying in the house. So it's like, 
everybody has stuff they have to do. People have to go to work. People have um, to go out and do other things, entrepreneurship. There's so much things going on. Realistically, the United States cannot be on a hold. It cannot be on a hold. We can't survive on a hold. We, why the other countries out there can do all this is because we're in debt to them. We owe them money. They're doing just fine. Their economy can last. Their economy did last during lockdown. Our economy, our economy is barely lasting, and we're not even on a full lockdown anymore. Don't even speak on the debt, because I don't even know when we're going to pay that. So it's like everybody else can do it, but the United States, we can't afford. We need to be out there working. We need to be out there making money and paying these people back. That's why I say the only smart thing about doing this is everybody just got to be more safe. And I started that today. Came in, took my clothes right on off, threw them in the washer, took me a good old shower. Before I left your house earlier, hand sanitized myself down every time I picked up my bag and put one by the door. When it put me some hand sanitizer, it's just getting too out of control now with these numbers. And I feel like now it's at the point where everybody needs to start taking it seriously. When you get in, don't lay it down in your bed with those clothes. Do it. Wash your sheets every couple of days, every four days, every three days. You know, change stuff up. Everybody has to become more clean. When I was cleaning the kitchen last night, Clorox and um, Fabuloso, I'm scrubbing the um, sink down, the counters down, all that stuff, because we have to become more careful. That's the only way. And with them closing the bars, hey, I don't think any food places should really be open anyways. Why are they open? What do we need bars open for? Close the bar down. Keep the restaurant part open. But what you need the bar for? If they want a drink, they can go buy them something from the store. And that's how I feel. Is there anything else that you want to say on that? No, sir. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. Wisconsin police investigation investigating a hate crime that is going viral of an 18-year-old woman who was reportedly attacked and set on fire. It seems Wisconsin police are investigating a possible hate crime that is beginning to go viral on social media. A young woman by the name of Athena Bernstein claimed she was assaulted by four white men who attacked her with lighter fluid and lit it on fire. She spoke with local news, Madison Point, Madison dot three sixty five and said this. I was listening to some music at a stoplight, and then all of a sudden I heard someone yell the N word really loud. She added, I turned my head to look and somebody's throwing lighter fluid on me. And then they threw a lighter at me and my neck caught on fire and I tried to put it out. I bursted I burst into I bursted up hold on. Oh, I brushed it up onto my face. I got it out and just then I just blasted that. Hold on, I'm so sorry. I can read. It's just these words are really sure? these words are really small. But I brushed it out on sure? I got it out and then I just blasted through the red light. I just felt like I needed to get away, so I drove through the red light and just kept on driving until I got to my brother in Middleton. Athena, what you doing? I'm like? not done with the passage. One second, because I feel like I'm reading an FSA article. I think I suffered. Go back and pass you know when you go read the question and you be like, "What did I read?" And you gotta go read the story back again. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> Athena suffered second and third degree burns on her cheek and neck, but is but is thankfully alive. 
Though Althea will need continued medicine, medical treatment, she has asked the public to continue to sign positions supporting the movement, supporting Black lives, wishing her a speedy recovery. Hashtag justice for Athena Bernstein. So, what was she doing driving late night with a window? Is that, down? is this, that's the question you have after all this? That's the question just... you have about what the girl was doing driving with her window down late night. That's the question. I'm just, yeah. My question what? is, who are these people? You know who these people are. Okay, every time some something pops up when it comes to Black Lives Matter, white supremacists get bold. Like, look how many people were just lynched during all these protests and stuff, like hanged and getting jumped and beat up and killed, like black people by groups of white people. Like, these people get bold every time something pops off. And this girl right here, she's like mixed. She's not even... She's not black, but she's not white, but she's mixed. Like, she's not a normal mixed-looking girl, but she looks a little lighter, like, towards the white side. But you can still tell she's mm. black. So my thing is, they just don't care. And it's like, what is it going to take for these people to see that we need justice? What is it going to take for people to see that when you have certain people in power, they will continue to let certain things happen? Because... This is something I personally feel like is as big as something as George Floyd. Luckily, this girl got away, but somebody set her neck on fire. Set her neck on fire. Purposely. Like, let's just look at that. And then I haven't heard nothing on the news about it. But again, that goes to the people who's up at the news station, those white people in charge. But what you're saying? I'm just saying these people getting bold. They're getting very bold, very bold. Somebody said, "Why is so hard? Why is it so hard for people to not be racist?" Shaking my head. Somebody else said, "We need to start fighting back and not just sitting here." Somebody else said, "To be honest, I felt a change coming. I don't feel it anymore." Wow. That. Let me read that comment one more time, and I want you to talk and say how you feel about all this that I just read. To be honest, I felt the change coming. I don't feel it no more. What What do you want to say? If there ain't going to be a change that comes, I feel like black people, we're going to burn this country to the ground. And these people are really feeling it. And like, it didn't snap into my brain where it's like, where you see the looting and everything, and even though it's mm-hmm. wrong, and then when you hear someone say, no peace, like, I mean, no justice, no peace. Mm-hmm. They really mean that. If there is no justice, then there will not be no peace. And if there's no changes, then that's the country. As we know, they're going to burn it down. Absolutely. And Wisconsin is up there. It's, like, up north. I'm surprised, like, something like that even happened. I mean, I don't know how the area is in Wisconsin, but I know for sure, like, the northern states are the more relaxed states. I just feel like person, than down south. Like, it's like a tit for tat now. Like everybody started looting and stuff. Then the lynching started. And then people started fighting back a little bit more. Now you got somebody getting like their neck, like lighter fluid and lighter stone. At, like it's a tit for tat game right now. And everybody's going to continue going back and forth, back and forth, trying to see who's going to become the dominant race to rule the United States of America. 
And this now, now you can see it. Now everybody can see it very clear. We are starting a race war. It, we are officially in the race war game. Okay, okay, Mr. Purge. I ain't gonna jump to that gun yet. You know, I'll be the first one on our side. You know, we're not you so we're not in a race war. We're not in a race war right now. This very we, minute. We, we, when you have one race riding, I don't want it to be like you know when the uh when they were lining up. You know, one shot went off and. But it's are we sure this is that shot? I'm positive. Like, let's look at it. You have one race kill somebody. The whole world's in our uproar. They're fighting for that. Then that same race comes back and start lynching and hanging people and killing people and KKKs around and hear more about them now. Then that other race, the race that was um, on top right after the first race killed them, that race, now you're starting to hear about them again. they looting and they're, you know, making people responsible and they're standing up for what's right. And then here you go. You got that other race one last time throwing lighter fluid and lighters on you. What does that sound like? It sounds like a war against races. It's a war against racist people. <laughs> but if a war against race started, it won't be all black. Like it won't be all against white people. You know, I feel like it would just be a war against racist people. But no, I'm sorry. I feel like it's you gonna no, you gonna run up. You gonna run up to little Bianca over there. Me? I'm I'm running my I'm talking oh, on my podcast. Oh, I'm gonna oh, cover it. Me and you gonna sit up oh, in the okay. studio and we're gonna be in a, one of these recording studios one day. And we're gonna be sitting. I want it to be glassed out so we can see everything that's going on. We're gonna look down that's and rock the main people who be sitting there just watching, they're like, oh hey, look. They're watching us and they're not doing. Ah, then we get messed up, break through the glass. But this is yeah, the reason. That's a nice little this is the reason why I say I think it's against because you know we were just talking about this a couple of months, a week or a month ago, weeks or months, one of those. But you know, no, stuff. you don't even know what I'm gonna say. But you know, like okay. when you know people post stuff on TikTok or on Instagram or whatever it is. And, like, the white people be trying to help out. And then the black people will be like, we don't need y'all help or something like that. It's a lot of them people out there in the world that think like that. Like, they just want all the... And it's just, like, people think that all cops are bad cops. So, it's like... But the people can't be so ignorant for for race for to go out. They do it upon all white people. We have white people who are on our side. But the... And who are some cool white people. But they're ignorant to that fact, too. Because even in history, it's like, at first, when you really first started learning about history, they never want to say that, you know, there was some white people who was against slavery, you know, stuff like that. They never want to say nothing like that when we first started history until you started learning a little bit more and reading a little bit more and going to class. Like, later years, that's when you started learning that the white people, you know, all of them wasn't with slavery. Some people were against it. So I feel like it's just like this, like, they never show that side. And it's going to always be like that. It's, they always want to race against race. So it's going to always be like that. Some people are going to always think the way they think. And I don't think we could really change that, personally, if you see where I'm coming from. Okay, so we're going to move on. Chai, Nigerian, business, Nigerian businessman, hush puppy. I don't know. 
Oh, snap. That's my dog. I don't love... I don't know what this article is about, but that is my dog. Well, your dog is, is arrested rich, for rich. allegedly oh, scamming over $435.6 hey. million. Finesse, finesse, finesse. Raymond Abs, better known as Hush Puppy on the gram, was arrested by Dubai police for allegedly scamming over $1.6 billion. Dar Jorham, which equals to about 435.6 million American dollars. Hush Puppy was arrested on multiple fraud charges, and he and his alleged team of scammers are being accused of creating fake pages of existing companies and banks to redirect victims' payments to their own accounts. Chai. How did you get caught up? Um, how did you get caught up? You may ask. Well, he was doing it for the gram. Dubai police was apparently tracking his puppy every move for four months, as well as monitoring his social media as activities for the past few weeks. When he finally pulled up, when they finally pulled up on him, Dubai police reportedly seized over forty million worth of items, including over a dozen luxury cars valued at almost (laughs) seven million. In addition. Police also sees, and it says click here to link in our bio, but we're not going to click there. We're just going to go with this information we have right here. Chris, listen. let me say something. They found him. Wait, no, no, no before I even get there. $1.6 billion of Durham, which equals to about $435.6 million. So somewhere in the world, he was a billionaire. From scamming. Yeah. From scamming. Then when they pulled up on him and arrested him, $40 million worth of items, including over a dozen, so 12, over 12 luxury cars. I will tell you about all of this $7 million. Listen, so I caught on to him on Snapchat, right? You know how, like, you scroll all the way to the right, it has the the celebrity page Mm -hmm. and stuff like that that you can go watch? I seen him on there, and, you know, I'm, like, seeing this, this... He's like African or something like that. He's really from somewhere out there. Somebody said hush and... puppy should have hushed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not funny. But but he was like he was like really foreign and then he was rich. So I'm like, who is this man? Like, you know, you don't really see a lot of black billionaires. So I'm like, who is this mm-hmm. man? Start following him on uh, Instagram and Snapchat. I scroll all the way down to like the his first photo. You see him like, you know, in slight drift, like. You know, the affordable nigga designer, like, you know, Gucci slides and stuff like that. Then he upped it, and you see him with, like, you know, the Louis Vuitton shirts, the Hermes belts and all that. And full on after that, Rolls Royces, this man is at Louis Vuitton every single day. He has the invites from these designer companies to come through and shop. This man spent a nice bag on a whole entire Versace living room. Rugs, chairs, curtains, bed sheets everything in the Tower of Dubai. This man was really, like, I thought this man was really out here making money, money, like, legitimately. Like, he had designer everything. He had the cars. He had even, like, Lil Pump was in his Rolls Royce one mm. time. And this this man was really, like, the bags on bags, like, pulling up to a private jet in a Rolls Royce. Hopping out, going Yeah, we're looking at this picture right now. That's the picture that they have up here. Him pulling up to with the Rolls Royce to a private jet. 
I was following this man and I was like really seeing it all. But he had it on a business side. Like he would really only show his him having fun and what he did show a business is like maybe him renovating uh, a condo or something like that. Well, Mr. Hush Puppy is now arrested. Guys, and this goes out to everybody who you banking with, um, you know, all that fraud money, all that stuff is going to come back to you sooner or later. I promise you. It's going to come Did you hear to about Omi and the Hellcat? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that man had the easiest finesse. And my, my friend, mm-hmm. his dad, I'm not going to say his name or not, but he's pretty wealthy. His dad invested in the same thing, you know, mm-hmm. going to like getting like, you know, the bootleg Amazon fire sticks yeah. and stuff like that to put in the TV. This man was making a hundred thousand a day. Mm-hmm. Lived in probably about like, you know, a nice little $1.4 million house. You know, when the rapper first get a check, that nice little mm-hmm. house they get, he bought over 20 cars, filled his driveway, and along his whole street full of cars, running into his neighbor's properties and stuff, of white, exotic cars, everything. Mm. And FBI caught him, same thing. But they caught him only slipping from fraud, like, for the taxes. It's like when these people get caught, it's over the small and the stupid thing. And that's what it comes down to. So everybody, just be safe, you know, Please make your own money. I promise you, you'll feel so much better when it's your money and you actually work for it. He made his no, no, no. He made his whole hush puppy made his own money. Omi and the Hellcat made his own money. Hush puppy got caught. No, made his own hush money. puppy scammed over one point six billion dirham, which equals to about four hundred and thirty five point six million. So, anyways, so we're that's in Dubai though. I thought our money. I thought Dubai money was worth more than US. Yes, about Dubai money. He had one point six billion. One point in equating to four hundred million. So that means if you go over to Dubai with U.S. money, you're getting more than from one dollar. Yeah, that's why you're getting more. That's why they amount. said in Dubai he scammed over one point six billion dirham, which equals to about four hundred and thirty five point six million. But what I'm saying is like I believe that Dubai's currency was worth more due to the oil that they had. Well you, you know you what you believe. These are the facts. We can't go against the facts. But I'm thinking like what? Can't they, I don't know. They might they don't got it. Christian Dubai you money. believe something. That's not me. You try to tell these people how much their money is worth. I'm just, just saying, you like, believe I thought that it was better than us. I need to go over to Dubai because if 1.6, that's a big difference. And, and they're telling me, and they're telling me, oh, for us to go to Dubai, you got to save up, save up like a year worth of savings. Shoot, I'm going to go over there. Say, don't go to Dubai because, you know, it's a lot of people, when you, American people go to Dubai, it's just bad luck. That's why I'm scared to go over to I'm Dubai because I don't want no bad luck. Dubai's straight though, but when you go into those real, like you know, those real um Middle Eastern mm-hmm. cities and stuff like Iraq and stuff like that, you can't step foot over there if you're black. Like when it's more of the gentrified, you know, the more tourist locations that you're fine over there, that's anywhere in the world. But once you step outside, like you know, those tourists when they go to Mexico on a cruise, mm-hmm. they go out inland for some reason, they don't got no business going all the way out there, and they end up getting killed. Mm-hmm. Not me, because I didn't been to Mexico, Jamaica, mm-hmm. Cayman Islands. You didn't hear about that white family that got killed like, in the mm-hmm. vans mm-hmm. and stuff? They got slaughtered. Okay, so when you go to Dubai, I'll FaceTime you, and it could be like, I'm in Dubai too, because I ain't going. Anyways, let's move I'm right going. along. We'll visit this conversation at a later date. 
three North Carolina cops fired after recorded conversation revealed talked about slaughtering black people in a second civil war. Three vet- veteran cops out of North Carolina were fired earlier this week after a department vehicle dash cam, excuse me, footage revealed. Wait, veteran cops? Were they veterans in the mm-hmm. army or were they just old cops? One second. They were um, veteran cops, like veteran cops, like, no. Okay. I, I was just retired. Yeah, that's what, the, yeah, that. yeah. So how would they fight if they're veterans? You know, just asking. Anyways, this is what the article said. I'm just logic, logic, logically speaking, logically speaking. But they ahead, were probably veterans, like in the army. And then that's that's what I'm asking. And then you just say, you know, maybe yeah, you uh, old cops. Okay. No, they were veterans in the army, but they when they came home instead of sitting at home doing nothing, they got a job becoming police officers. Did I not just ask you were they old cops? And you were like, yeah. No, but I'm saying like the vet, like yeah, now they old cops because they not they fired. Duh. That's what I'm saying. Well, old cops saying. as in the way yeah. they're veterans from being. Cops. Yeah, they were veterans like in the they're... army. Like they're veterans because they were in the army. Whatever, blah 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 blah. blah. Then they came home, didn't want a regular nine to five or to sit home. So I mean they didn't want to sit home, so they got them a good old nine to five being a cop. Dang, tell me they social security too. Just, just give me a little insight. Anyways, back to my reading. We're fired earlier this week after department vehicles dash cam footage revealed that they had conversations about the slaughter of black people in the need for a second civil war. The Washington Police Department fired Jesse E. Oh, they're giving me names. One second. Fired Captain. Gotta oh, sound it out first. Captain Jesse Whoa, E. Monroe Captain. II and officers Michael Kevin Pioneer and James Brian Gilmore after an international investigation uncovered extensive violation of the department policies regarding standards of conduct, criticism, and the use of inappropriate jokes and racial slurs according to Fox according according to Fox News. We are just Fox, what? No, not Fox. No. This must have been CNN. I don't know how Fox got this news. I don't know how Fox got this. I don't know why they even posted it. I thought they were on the concern. I don't know how Fox we are just going to go out and start slaughtering them. Oh, oh, Chris. Okay, so I'm going to read y'all. Mom, everybody else who listens to this, I'm so sorry. All my elders, I'm so sorry. But I have to read this exactly how they said it. We are just going to go out and start slaughtering them fucking niggers. Pioneer was reportedly heard saying in the troubling, lengthy recording, he also said a second civil war was needed to wipe them off the fucking map. Oops. Oh, oh, okay, I'm getting a little aggravated, but I got a little bit more to read. The city's black police chief, Donnie Williams, a 30-year-old veteran of the force, made the announcement about their termination less than 24 hours into his first day as chief. He was given the green light by Wilmington City Manager Sterling, somebody, whatever, to give the call. Okay, I can't even finish reading that. What do you have to say about this, Chris? You know what? I was just speaking to my friend. She over there, like, I got a friend who lives over here around the Wildcat, and her sister's boyfriend has become a cop. And, you know, he was saying how, you know, they're not training 
you know, officers, you know, hate black people, you know, do all this stuff. But a lot of people really believe, and I think like this will go and like for it's clearly I really don't think they out there teaching to kill black people. But a lot of people are really gonna start believing that these officers are out here teaching and supporting the killing of black people. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's every officer. I want you to hold for I, I want you to hold it right now. I'm so sorry, guys. This is such a great topic, but we are unfortunately out of time for this episode. And we're definitely going to pick this back up next episode. And I actually think I want to get a couple more people in on this conversation because this is a really important conversation. And this has changed a whole, this changed the whole dynamic of everything that's going on today in this world in the race war. I'm Jalen Benjamin. I love you. <laughs> I love you so There ain't no race war yet. I love you Dang. so much. Chris loves you even more. You can follow me at ysl.jalen on Instagram. Follow the podcast page at unfiltered underscore and underscore real. You can follow Chris at k.aape. And also, we're working on something very good. Um, we're about to start working on that. So, you guys get some more information on that at a later date. But we love you so much, and we'll see you next time. Bye.